I'm Zach. I'm Riff. I am Jim. I'm Kevin. It's time for episode number 368 of Video Games Hot Dog, a podcast about video games. Jim, um, I've noticed in the last two episodes, <laughs> you emphasizing the word am instead of the word Jim. Uh-huh. What's that about? I, I just wanted to change it up. I feel like I've been saying my name the same way this entire time. But you still are. You only changed. Well, I'm working up am. to it. I'm working up to the name itself. Okay. Listeners. Uh, I am Jam. This is the first time all four of us have been in the same room ever. ever. <laughs> I was startled because I didn't have to clap, and I don't, I don't really know how the you're, podcast goes. You're just going to start clapping clap spontaneously. Yeah. It's going to work its way out of your body. I came to San Francisco and didn't get the clap. Have, uh, that's the T-shirt you'll wear. Have we ever included the clap in the in the recording in no. the in the output? Nor in my medical history. Uh, so I should have said dating profile. Yeah. That's the thing you'd want to hide it in, right? <laughs> So your medical history, probably. Really? Yeah. Well, because in case you're dating a, you want to date yeah, but a what doctor. If you want, what if you want your doctor to know you're cool? <laughs> <laughs> you can't hide all the cool diseases you get from doing cool stuff like emphysema and chlamydia. I was trying to think like Wait, the what, clap is syphilis. What is the? What is the? Oh, is that what it is? No, the clap is gonorrhea. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, what is the disease you get from skydiving? Um. Wind mouth. What about uh, motorcycle riding? Bug. Zen. Bug eye. What about surfing? Uh, Salt. Hung ten. Mouth. Drowning. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Drowning is not a disease. I don't know. Being dead. <laughs> uh, guys. Yeah. We're here. What? It's weird. Yeah. Hi, Riff. Yeah, all, hi. All in the same Welcome, the to, same welcome room. to San Francisco. Thanks. I'm enjoying this orange room it's good this is probably the best part of san francisco yeah yeah this has this uh orange room was rated uh second in uh least human feces on the ground <laughs> of all of the 14 square foot regions of san francisco there's a map <laughs> so this only has four <laughs> um and, and you just got here, so one of us went twice. <laughs> hmm. I was wondering if the podcast was going to be better mm. with you here, and it's yeah. not. But you know what is better? Work. Yeah, true. We're having we a good a time. We got a lot of work done. We're riding the bus together every morning. Yep. Are you getting a lot of work done on the bus? Eh, we're getting a little bit of talking done on the bus. Is just enough to freak out the normals. Are you... I was trying to figure out some way to relate, like, riding a bus to taking a shower, where it's, like, a good time for, like having thoughts mm -hmm. uh, but maybe it's not I, I did have to figure out Zach's shower oh yeah was it was it was it, it, it was a puzzle man <laughs> really yeah what's what's up with it I, it's just it it tiny adjustments of the knobs <laughs> the cold cause yeah, yeah, cause yeah. huge changes but it takes a surprising amount of time for those changes to propagate <laughs> so, so it takes a little while for the water to get hot because of the because it's a tankless water heater. And also after they installed the new water heater, it is it is true that like you have to turn the cold knob to get the temperature where you have I want two it. Two knobs? You have to turn the cold mm -hmm. knob. Yeah, no, it sucks. I need to fix that right away. Jesus. You have to turn the cold knob like one degree out of three hundred and sixty yeah, yeah. and then it's fine. But it's yeah, I should have warned you. I'm sorry. That's okay. You saw it's, it. I, I I I probably if you started to tell me about it, I would have stopped you because I always kind of enjoy the living mist puzzle <laughs> oh, of yeah. figuring out a new shower. 
cool. That's, huh. Yeah. Or like finding the bathroom in a restaurant. Oh, man. You know my yeah. favorite thing, and I get this in San Francisco sometimes when I go to a new restaurant, is when you go to the bathroom in a restaurant, and it's like down two flights of stairs and a long-ass hallway. Oh, and, like, yeah. You have to like, navigate a, a dungeon. Yeah, to you're very the... clearly in the mm. dungeon of a totally different building that the bathroom is in. I, man, I get so excited by like imagining what happened that resulted in this being like this. Like, oh yeah, the bathroom for customers or, is just... Or what is going to happen to you shortly. <laughs> no, I always know that I'm just going to pee and oh. then wash my hands and maybe there will be some interesting graffiti, but probably not. Come on. I eat like, fancy that, that, That's a perfect scenario for like letting your mind drift to like SCP ideas where like, oh yes, <laughs> I'm actually in a different dimension now. SCP? Secure like I'm going to send files <laughs> across the internet? Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> SCP is a... a database of we've like, surely talked about this before oh secure it's, it's, control yeah. protect okay, that's, the, that's the warehouse protect yeah 13. okay yeah yeah, yeah so, right i don't i remember looking at that and not not finding what was good about it right away and then abandoning it it's there's there's a tag or section or something of like the all the top rated ones mm. so if you just read that i actually have a couple of articles in there but i wrote them so uh, so long ago i don't remember what they're about and i don't remember what username i used <laughs> so i just unless they've been deleted for inactivity or whatever i i have some mystery writing there which deleting things for i guess is kind of an <clears throat> scp in itself man that's a good that's a good scp is like the 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 rites that had to be performed every forty one years or whatever to keep this evil at bay, which are extremely easy, but like the thing where they were written down got deleted yeah. due to inactivity <laughs> after thirty. Or it years. was on like a five and a quarter inch floppy, and nobody can read it anymore. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess it's better if it's if there's a journey to recover it. You know, if there's a struggle mm. and some characters learn some things about themselves while they do it. SCP as to doesn't just... ever have those things. No, it doesn't. It's just a description of a scenario or a thing. Hmm. Yeah, it's it's more like the 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 file that you would find in a file folder in a in a filing cabinet than it is a narrative. Hmm. Uh, what have you guys been up to? What have you been doing, Riff? You've been you you traveled been, to San Francisco. I've been and... doing this. I've been doing working and writing. We've been making ideas. We've we been, have been making ideas. We've been ideas. cooking the cooking, cooking the, the books. word soup and yeah. and thought. Uh, we've been dressing the word salad. Yeah, we've yeah. Been... You feel like you're dressing writing... the word salad. That's good. <laughs> yeah. We've been uh, um, we've been uh, boiling the word. Noodles. Yeah, sure. Do you, yeah. do you feel like you use different Grilling words the word now sticks. that you're in San Francisco? Hmm. Gentrify. Or like... <laughs> Human feces on the sidewalk. Yeah, yeah. Or is like, has your spelling shifted slightly? Uh, I'm now putting the U's in everywhere they don't go. Oh. Oh, no, wait. That's England. The underwear and... <laughs> that's the umlaut. Sorry. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Good. Yep. <clears throat> I thought there wouldn't be these weird delays. <laughs> <laughs> the delays while I was in New Zealand, or especially in New Zealand, were really bad. Pretty significant. Yeah, yeah it made it really hard to like have a yeah, meaningful yeah. back and forth. Yeah, we've gotten okay at not talking over each other with the normal amount of riff delay that kind there is. Of, yeah. It would still be better if, I don't know, if we had like an app or something that 
let me push a button so that you guys would see a picture of me going like waving a hand. Yeah, we thought about doing. I mean, what the Idle <laughs> but, Thumbs guys did when Nick Brecken was remote was they just were on a video call so that he mm-hmm. could like. Hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. But so long as so long as uh, we didn't try and turn that into a into a YouTube podcast. Oh, certainly or something, not. I cannot I don't, imagine I, anything. I do less not want my face on the more. internet. You don't want your face on the internet at all. Yeah, really. I don't. You... I don't. I don't like the way I look in pictures. And do you think that uh, having your face on the internet means your soul has been stolen and your soul lives on the internet now? I. I. Uh, I'm willing to believe that. I'm willing to entertain that notion. Wouldn't you like the immortality of your soul living on the internet? Not without me. That bastard will have a f- better time. <laughs> Than me, not on the internet. That. Yeah, but if you didn't <laughs> have, <a> super... <laughs> yeah, yeah. If we're talking so about like hypnospace. I would put my photo inside of that game. Imagine though, living without a soul, all of the shit that you could get away with. Hmm, that's true. Living all with those, no regrets. All those various types of sins that I could do. Yeah, what kind of sins have you not committed lately that you would enjoy committing? Uh, Gluttony. Yeah, Usury. I, no, I have been I've been eating a lot this week. Uh, okay, so you're committing gluttony because yeah. you still got your soul. Yeah, I've not particularly been lusting. I guess I have not I have not uh, coveted much of anything this week. Okay, That's, coveting is not a sin. Envy is. Yeah, coveting is a sin. Anything on the Ten Commandments is a sin. Breaking any commandment is a sin. But that's but there's only a couple of very specific things that you're not supposed to covet. Yeah. Your neighbor's ass. Yeah. Yeah, but that's a stand-in for all of his body parts. Is it? Like, you're reading way more into this than, I feel like, is in the text. I mean, it doesn't say, like, don't beat the shit out of grandmas, but... (laughs) Free game. Yeah, so God's cool with that? Definitely not a sin. You just can't make a graven image of it. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Um, What have you been doing, Kevin? So I've driven uh, since I've been back. Oh, yeah. So this is this is a weird thing, right? Like, y- your brain acclimates to driving on the wrong side of the road mm. after two months. And then you come back to the States, and you're terrified that you're going to, like, run into people or something. And I didn't actually have much trouble driving on the correct... Correct. <laughs> driving on the right side of the road. Um, well, still makes sense. Yeah. But uh, the problem that I had is... I think universally cars have the same pedals. Regardless of where you go, gas and brake are always in the exact same place. Bicycles. Okay. Different kinds of pedals. What about flowers? Also different kinds of pedals. Um, But when they swap you to drive on the other side of the car and the other lane, they switch the uh, turn signal and the Wipers? Oh, yeah, yeah. That was a really fun thing about that trip, which is constantly, <laughs> constantly turning, turning on, on the, the windshield wipers. wipers every time mm. I yeah. needed a turn. And so now I'm back here and I'm constantly turning the wipers on instead of turn- doing a turn signal. And it's driving me crazy because I'm like, this, I shouldn't have like rewired my brain that quickly to do something. And it just, it just, it is weird time. that that's what they decided to do. Right. Why, it, right? why flip that and not the pedals? Like, what, what is the logic in any of that? So, I mean, I guess. <clears throat> you're going to have your foot on the gas most of the time when you're driving the car, so they want that to be, like, the comfortable thing if you're using your right foot. Because most people are right-handed. Right. Yeah, I don't think... I don't know. I don't think f- footness is directly connected to handedness. Though. Is there such a thing as footness? Well, in skateboarding, I have recently learned... Uh, 
You could be ha- having, you're, having you're goofy your, foot. Yeah, exactly. Right, right footed is goofy foot, and which I, I, I don't know if this is true, but I've heard it said that that is rarer than being left footed. Hence the derog- derogatory language. Yeah. And goofy is derogatory. Ish. Yeah, like I mean, the, not so much derogatory. Like when was invented, that was the worst thing to call somebody. The... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is Goofy a derogatory or a derogatory? Huh. Hmm. So when you say right-footed or left-footed, I think Goofy that... the dog is a wig, not a Tory. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh. uh, does that mean the foot that you use to stand on the yeah. board, and the other foot is the propellant? The other foot, yeah, you you want your your. Foot your kicking foot to be your, your strong your, leg. You no. You want your kicking foot. You your your f- <laughs> the the foot that you keep on the board that is frontwards, frontmost on the board, is your dominant foot. Really, and the other foot is the one you push with. Why, that, that why is, is on that? the back? That yeah, is so the I'm, I want my right foot on the front of the board, and I want to be kicking with my left foot. Does that mean I'm normal foot? Uh. Your if your left foot is going to be if your left foot is dominant, then that's going to be on the front of the board, and that is normal. Stance. No, that's not what I want though. That's the opposite. I want okay. my right foot on the front. That's goofy. That's what I do. Well, wait, wait, wait. Go back. If the, if, if most people are right-handed, and theoretically that means that they're right-footed, then you're, well, then their dominant foot is that's pushing what, them. That's what I'm questioning. Is if if that is. Uh, your eyes are backwards if, if that is in your brain, but I don't think you're. I think you're the same hand. Is. I think your same hand and same foot are probably dominant in the so, same way. Yeah, but it's are way we... easier to touch your left foot with your right hand. <laughs> is this conversation being confused? by there's also the distinction of whether you push with your front or your back foot. Whoa, pushing, what? pushing with your front foot is uh, pushing Mongo, right? Which is yes. which is apparently universally reviled because it wrecks your balance. And the amount of speed that you can get. That makes sense. The the reason your your dominant foot is not the pushing foot is because you spend a lot of time balancing on that one foot. And so you want that to be your stronger one because you're But if you literally want your stronger foot don't wouldn't you want literally want your stronger foot to be the one that's pushing? Your your stronger foot might not be your stronger foot. Uh, now I'm <laughs> completely lost. You you want the foot that you are comfortable standing on one foot on a wheeled plank, which foot to be the one that is going to be in the front. If you want to do Gonzo stance, what's the right what's the right I, way to that is on your nose, and I don't recommend that. Okay. For what if you want to push Goebbels style? <laughs> uh, are you referring to the Nazi or to the small pet <laughs> or to the baby food? <laughs> um, Anyways, just been turn signals all week. That's that's just just turn signaling when it's raining exactly. and, and wiping your windshields when you want to turn. Yep. I uh, after the day that we recorded the last episode of Video Games Hot Dog, I then went and saw two different movies. Uh, I saw a movie called Relaxer, which was very was gross. It a sequel to the movie Hair. Uh, <laughs> um, it is about <clears throat> it's a like film festival ass movie it okay. only played a couple of times at the Alamo uh, this this one weekend it is about it takes place in like the week or two leading up to Y2K 
and is it is about important? a gro. It is important. Okay. It's about a gross guy who never leaves the couch for the entire movie because he's like sort of being issued a series of challenges by his kind of emotionally abusive older brother, and you slowly learn about some kind of emotional trauma that led to this. But it is just, just the like squalor and the nasty shit that happens to the guy are just so just gross it was a difficult movie to watch um so like never leaves like nether never gives up to go to the bathroom or bathe yeah or yeah. prepare any food yeah it's the food the, is brought to him and that's probably sort of, terrible yeah it's yeah it's all there's yeah. there's you know it's it's fucking gross it's just a gross gross hard movie to watch but i recommend it <clears throat> i don't know if i really do or not but then I saw a movie that is the new uh, movie by, directed by one of the guys who directed Swiss Army Man called The Death of Dick Long, which is pretty funny. Uh, it is not it is not fantastical in the way that Swiss Army Man is, but it is about a sort of it's about a secret. It's about some some guys in Alabama who have a secret and they don't want anybody to know. And this is just from the IMDb summary. They don't want anybody to know how Dick Long died. Okay. And it's about it sort of like the process of the circumstances of Dick Long's death coming out. Do you as an audience member know how he died? You don't. You find out at the same time that everybody else does. Okay. Well, except for, I mean, the main characters know before Obviously. you do, but you find out when the people who they don't want to find out. The every out. The every yeah, people. It's, it's, it's real good. So far, I'm real excited about the career of, Daniel, because uh, Radcliffe, yeah, yeah, Daniel Radcliffe. Uh, it was two. It was uh, Swiss Army Man was directed by two guys named Dan. Oh, huh. So Swiss Army Man had three Dans in it, like they might be giants touring band. Did they like piggyback and wear one big coat? Mm -hmm. They're all normal sized dudes. Actually, I guess Daniel Radcliffe is pretty short for a wizard. <laughs> What are you a wizard can be as tall as he wants. Mm. That's true. We had that stilt wizard on the last show. Mm. Uh, so my wife and I went to, I wasn't there for the author, but she, she there's this author she is a fan of, Sean and McGuire, who is like talking. She seems like a fine lady. Um, we, we had, at uh, Borderlands. Mm. Uh, the cafe. So we went and to. bookstore. Yes. So we near, went to. Near the, here. Yeah, it was near here. It wasn't on. Uh, I don't think it was on a work day though. So you guys were probably not near here. Mm, we're here every day. Okay. <laughs> well, I should have come in then. Uh, we went to this thing, uh, and while um, while the lady was talking about her books, I went to order a coffee, um, and the barista started making like he started signing ASL at me as if I would know what it meant. Whoa. Hmm. That's interesting. And like I, I, I kind of, I, I placed my order just just by speaking, and he just kept signing at me, and I uh, said, "I'm sorry, I don't know what you're saying." And he said, "Oh, I'm sorry. It looked like you were saying thank you in ASL." And wow, interesting. So he was like confused about what, like the, the he he thought he saw me say something, say a word that was appropriate in the context, hmm. huh? Um, and then he just kept doing it. <laughs> he just kept signing at me for the rest of what the is, interaction. So is, do you say thank you by like scratching your ass or? So I think what it was is 
the thing I sometimes do where like I'm hot and sweaty and I blow air at my oh, forehead. Oh yeah, that's yeah. fucking weird. It, it, it took a long time before I was even willing to ask you what the fuck that's all about. Yeah, <laughs> that's a that's a that's a nervous tick. I ha- no, it's it, it's uh, it's very practical and and, and sensible, Zach. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Which is why everyone else does it. And well, it's they not... just they just love being sweaty, I guess. Uh, so so it's like you you cup. I so I interpreted it as okay. Does Jim like have a bunch of anxiety about whether he has bad breath or not? And mm-hmm. he's always doing that thing where you like breathe into your hand and try to smell it to see if you can tell. Which I don't think that works. Yeah. No, you're supposed anyone. to lick your hand and smell that. Ugh. Ugh. Gross. Not, wrong on so many counts. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, I mean, why I not just lick that the would fucking work, strap on yeah. the subway and see if that smells like <laughs> cholera? Ah, <laughs> uh, boof. So that's how you say thank you is by like kind of uh, putting your face in front of your a hand in front of your face, your face and then, in like bring it down. Yeah, I think that's the the ASL for thank oh. you. Well, you're welcome. So that was a a weird interaction. I'm just gonna start the, saying you're welcome every time the, you do that until the, you. Guys... <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll accept this as my inevitable fate. Yeah, the, the coffee was all right. Yeah, the coffee there is okay. And, it's, and then it's the, that fucking San Francisco coffee that's all weird and sour. Yeah, it. I, I'm not a big fan. Which, which wave is it that everybody likes? I don't know. It's like it's the, the light, one It's like, like a light roast. Like they, or they love light roast coffee, and I and it's not the the one that like if you want your coffee to taste like lemon juice, mm. it's uh it's it's mm. great, and you can't fix it by adding milk to it. Like you can with oh, shitty huh. uh, overcooked coffee. Yeah, I just I, I only want like gas station coffee. Like yeah. the coffee that I drink day to day is just Costco like basic ass canned ground coffee, right? And that's all I need. Mm-hmm. I don't like buying coffee from places here. Find, like I found like the 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 just like Chinese donut shop bakery next door to your apartment, which is where I used to live. Just like made normal ass coffee, and it was like two dollars for a big cup of it that was great but all the actual like popular coffee places boof boof i say (laughs) boof don't you think that something that would be like a sour coffee would be when just yet another acquired taste that you're expected to pick up as an adult like beer and whiskey Eh, i don't know i like i just i want it bitter I want my coffee like, like my heart. heart. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Nice, see? See, there would have been a weird delay, and it wouldn't have been clear that we were <laughs> yeah. saying the exact same thing at the same time if you hadn't been here. Um, it would have sounded like Riff was just, like, copying your joke. Or like, me you know, copying his. Or that, like, depending on how you edited it. Well, I don't normally. I, I, sometimes I would try to edit things to make it clear that, like, neither of us was being derivative. We're just buddies. Yeah. <laughs> Well, is it already time to start talking about video games? I, I don't. Sure. I don't have much. My else. whole life has been leading up to this moment mm. where you, we start talking about video games. I have just played almost no video games, so I'm worried that I'm not bringing anything to the table here. Do you? you have well, some well you had you had three games to play this week. Well, I played all the assignment games. Yeah. But so, we're so not, like we're all your game slots like, were filled up. Well, that's true. But I did all of that in like an hour today. Yeah, that's that's, uh, that's appropriate. That's not enough time to get a sense no, of all that's a, those that's games. No, that's a sign. That's enough time to get a sense of all those It was games. enough time yeah. to get a sense. I had played a bunch of Feather before, so. Uh, I played um I played Thoth. Nice. Which, are you that's guys fun. familiar? Yeah. yeah. We saw the, the developer give a talk at Fantastic Arcade. Yeah, Jeppe Carlson, I believe is his name. I should watch the talk. I, um... 
he played through the entire game in one like one yeah, session. Yeah, that, that makes sense. That ridiculous. makes sense that this guy would be too good at his own game and not know how mm. to balance it. Oh man, oh, that's <laughs> not true. Uh, I sat down and I, he was like, "This game is very, very hard." And I and and he said, "It's." I said, "It's like a twin stick shooter." And he said, "Yeah." And I said, "If I'm like okay at Robotron, will I be okay at this game?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." And then I I did pretty good. Yeah, first try. It's, it's a hard. It's, it's a hard fucking game. hard. Yeah, it's 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 like Robotron. <laughs> well, it's it's like Robotron, but like it. There's ch- like so hard house Ro- Robotron. So. This game is like it's a twin stick shooter where like the rules change in a semi interesting way every like every level mm-hmm. and it, there's a checkpoint and I think like every three levels but if you don't understand the rules then you just die in probably literally like three seconds and so you have to play through the first two levels in each group to to like make another attempt at figuring out what the hell's even going on in the third level. I, I, I found that structure extremely frustrating. Huh. So you just wanted better checkpointing? Like you yeah. wanted to, like just if it were, you wanted to super meat boy it. Yeah. I think that would be, I, I don't know how much I would have played of it, but like, I think it would have been a lot more tolerable with a checkpoint on every level instead of every, however many it was. What are, five, give some examples. But... I don't remember a ton of the new things that yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't but I, like, I don't remember them being like fundamental rule changes yeah, so much as like now, like things on the right half of the screen are like growing slowly and blotting out the, like making the right half I, of the that, screen inhospitable for three seconds out of every six or whatever. And it's like, it just, was things like that. I don't remember. Like I, I say semi interesting because I assume it gets interesting later from the hmm. way people talk about this game. Hmm. Like in the later levels that I'm never going to get to. I think people just like it because it's hard in a way that some people are good at. And so it sure. just feels very satisfying. To... Yeah. Because you kind of come in like if you're. I don't know. It's weird because it's more like. Geometry Wars, I think, than Robotron or the Binding of Isaac, because it doesn't have the like. Fixed shooting directions. Oh, the. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Four-way or eight-way quantization. But I think that maybe like just the levels are small enough and the enemies are big enough and your shots are big enough that it doesn't require the kind of accuracy that usually fucks me up. Yeah, it seemed like it was more about moving than aiming. Yeah. Yeah. It looks really nice. The enemies are sort of like holes in the level that you can see stuff through. It is an interesting look. Uh, and I played uh, Alpha Bear Two. Oh yeah. Um, I, have you guys? They came out a few months ago, I think. Have you guys? Uh, it's been almost a year, I think. I think. Really? Thing. Yeah, it's been a while. I don't remember a ton about even the original Alpha Bear. Yeah. So, so Alpha Bear, the original. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a game where you make words out of letters on a grid it's like territory you're taking over territory not taking over but you're like using up territory to like... right and you have to pace like you can you can make the longest word you can but if you do you're probably going to add more tiles than, than you, you want to add because they, they because they expire oh, right they have a timer on them and when they yeah. tick down they blow up and right you can't get points and for so them. you you have to like make a good word but you also have to you want to like expose fewer ideally expose fewer tiles for future turns uh, and pace that out. And I think that like that, the core gameplay loop, which is as effectively identical in Alpha Bear 2, is hmm. very good. Yeah, yeah. agreed. Yeah. Um, 
And I'll, my problem with Alpha Bear One was like the the meta game was a huge mess. Um, and they changed it multiple times too, and, to try to figure it out. And like in Alpha Bear Two, the meta game is an even bigger mess. Oh, like no. they just made it this sprawling monstrosity of stuff, none of which really makes sense. Shoot. This was Spry Fox, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So my memory of this, and Kevin, you might know if I'm totally wrong about this, but my understanding of Alpha Bear was that it was like, it's a very good game that was extremely popular and everyone was playing it, but they just could not figure out how to make any money with it. I don't, I don't know enough of the back, the back details, like the back end details. I know that they, you could pay. So it had, it was a free game at first, at least I think, right? That you could, it had an energy system, but then you could give them like five dollars to get infinite honey or whatever it was. Yeah, but there yeah. were two different energy systems. There was a second energy system that was like how often you could use your bears or whatever. Like, right, and the bears like leveled up and had all these yeah. weird like powers that they would add to different tiles and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. And so, like, I spent a tremendous amount of time with this game, and was only saved by. Did you ever give him any money? I give. I, I mean, I bought the infinite honey thing. Okay. Um, I spent a tremendous amount of time with the game, and then was saved by the fact that they didn't have um, cloud saves enabled, mm. and so the game started to get pretty glitchy. And huh. I deleted the game to reinstall it to try to deal with the glitches, but then all my progress was gone. Oh, no. So I just stopped playing. It's interesting that you chose the opposite prioritization of uh, Billy Corrigan, re-honey and money. Sure. <laughs> um, yeah, I loved I loved the original game a bunch. Um, for a while, I was the number, number one player in the world. Mm. Damn, dude. Yeah. And then I deleted the game by accident, so... Cool. Well, good. You gave somebody else a chance. Yeah. <laughs> I had found out a couple. I had found a couple exploits to like hyper level some bears. Oh, fuck off. Yeah. The, the same way that you were like the best Zybots player in our office because well, you sure. fucking hit the quarter insert trigger the most times of anybody. <laughs> uh, because when it, when it first came out, like there were they had like I don't know ten levels that you could progress through if that's right or a hundred levels that you pro could progress through but you could only get through so many per day literally get through so many per day because of the weird like time restrictions um, and so there was there was a race to be on that sort of bleeding edge of who had gotten further into the game and I got kind of ahead of most people because of the like sort of tricks I'd figured out with like hyper leveling some of the strong bears by like doing a level most of the way and then like intentionally failing it kind of things. <clears throat> um, yeah. Anyway, Alpha Bears 2. <laughs> so it's still, it's like, it's still got just sort of a really messy, complicated metagame to it. Yeah. To the extent that like I, and this is, this is partly a personal issue where I, if I am playing a free to play game and I don't understand the economy going on. I just assume that they're eventually going to fuck me using it. Mm. Like this, this is how the game is going to make me miserable someday. Interesting. Uh, so far, they haven't, and it's also it's Spry Fox. So yeah. As as far as I remember, the like it, it's I think it still does the same thing where you can buy infinite energy. It it, it added a sort of a. A gotcha, or, well, not gotcha in the sense of got you, but in the sense of gotcha. Of, of gotcha. Yeah. 
Gotcha in the sense of that movie from the 80s about like squirt guns filled with ink. Uh, sure. Where they were playing like an assassin game on a college campus, but then someone actually got killed and... Or is it like no, gotcha, it's like, sort of more like captcha, where they're, like they're trying to convince you to fill in a bunch of things so that they right. can teach how machines many, how, how to learn. Many, how many, uh, yeah, te- teach our electric car to recognize a stoplight. Yeah. Yeah, um, they have the thing where there's the the three ways you can get a new bear. Yeah, you can like, like summon a new random bear. And you and spend like there are three different currencies you can spend on these three different machines to get. Yeah. yeah. It's weird. I fucking hate the mobile game space. Oh yeah, it's it's awful. It's real it's a real nightmare. Like Spry Fox makes such good games, but they are all just Fucked in half by the fact that the only way you can possibly make any money in that fucking ridiculous market is with some exploitative free-to-play bullshit because no one will pay even like a dollar for the best thing that has ever been made on that platform. And it is fucking awful. And I hate it so much. I would have no problem with that economy existing if it were possible. Like, and maybe there's some like under like a, a gray market of, of free to pl- of like of of mobile games where the here is the economy of the people who are making for pay games and here's the fifty thousand people who are willing to pay for games mm. and they can have their own space where they, you could actually just fucking buy a game. <laughs> um, but like it's so overshadowed by like the at least the way that it used to work was you would rely on like store placement or being on the chart like sales charts. Uh, for, for for people to find your game. And if you don't interact with that stuff, you just don't sell anything. Right. Yeah. And so, like, I don't know. I, I just kind of wish that bubble could exist somehow. I mean, this is... I was kind of... The fact that Apple is doing this, like, arcade thing is an indication that they see that there's a problem. But that makes me believe that what the problem is is that they're not making money anymore. Well, the, the well, Apple Arcade thing, like... Money. I wouldn't be surprised if one of their talking points is that they're trying to fix the game space, but, like, what they're actually... They're, what they're trying to build is Spotify for video games. Right. Which is massively... Which, which, which A, is massively profitable for Spotify, and, B, mm-hmm. has destroyed the uh, actual music industry economy for musicians. So do you think that it has destroyed the, because like I know a lot more people making a living as musicians now than I knew 20 years ago. And I mean, that might be because I know older people or because I, I, I do too, but I don't think it's because of Spotify. I think it's because I know more people now who are, but there are but successful there are, at doing cool stuff. But You don't think there are more people making a living, making music now than there were 20 years ago. Cause I feel like not because of Spotify, not because I would, of Spotify, but I would in, like to know but more in spite like, of all of the doom and gloom. I mean, it like, it's. It feels to me like it's one of those things, and it sucks that games are one of these things, too, where so many people are willing to do them for no money and make good stuff for no money yeah. that it like, it, like art, has no survivability in capitalism. Right. Uh, Wasn't there something recently where some, some famous uh, musician or singer made it a condition of the renewal of her contract with the big music company that that company would have to start paying out a reasonable percentage of Spotify fees to the actual and artists. That might actually be the, the the problem. Like 
you, you, I always occasionally see like Ben Prunty talking about how like he makes a reasonable amount of money from Spotify, but like that is one voice in the dozens of voices I've seen people saying they make nothing mm-hmm. or close if, to nothing. And it might just be, label, yeah. it yeah. might just be that the labels are taking it. All yeah. Away. But, but how many of those people would have been able to make a living as musicians in the nineties is the thing. Like I like, and I'm not saying that, like, like, I'm probably conflating two things. One is that the means of production for making music has become way more democratized. And so yeah. a lot more people are just capable of making music that anyone would want to listen to. And then also there's the Spotify problem. Like, you're not. Yeah. I mean, it, the it, Internet democratized it. It, it is and a, then the, a and fundamental then problem that capitalism values art at basically nothing. Internet 2.0. How are you allowed to just play whatever song you want on Spotify? Like, how can you make a play like that? I don't understand how that makes any sense i sort Even of on a free in the on the free yeah. version you can just play whatever you want and i like i can understand like a pandora thing where you like put in an artist and then it will play songs by that artist and so you don't get a lot of choice per se and then it gets sort of like mixes in other artists and that what whatnot but like just being able to put a playlist in and share a playlist which i think is a thing that you can do on spotify i don't use it but i'm pretty sure i've seen people share playlists i mean does it does it help to know that they have ads but even but you can pay at a tier where you don't have ads, right? Well, then you're paying. Sure, but like, well, the, the Spotify just has a deal with every record label, basically. Crazy. So, like, basically every Spotify listener is equivalently a, of a radio station, right? Huh. I huh. I use Google Play Music, and I basically think that I am not super a part of the problem because i had stopped buying music like i'm old and mostly i use google play music to listen to like cds that i already bought 25 years ago (laughs) yeah and it's it is definitely a youth market just while we're complaining about old man things I just eventually stop. If I hear a song, if I'm like in a bar and I hear a song playing over their sound system that I like, I don't even ask the bartender anymore because it used to be if that happened to you for my entire life, you could ask the bartender, hey, what song is this? And they would maybe tell you about a cool new band. But now nobody ever fucking knows what song it is. Like, eh, this is like Enrique's Spotify station. I don't know what it is. But you also have, but also you have have Shazam, whatever. Like, can you go? Can you go look at the phone to see what it is? And like, by the time they get over there, it's stopped playing. I'm like, nope. So that's Alpha Bear Two. That is Alpha <laughs> Bear Two. <laughs> How's right. the Alpha Bear Two soundtrack? That's all the music I listen to now. Is video game soundtracks. <laughs> I uh, I and, turned and it off and listened to podcasts things. while I play. Hmm. I wonder if that influences the words that you play. Yeah. Do you not find it hard? I have a hard time playing word games if I'm listening to podcasts. Like, I can't uh, do the New York Times crossword if I'm listening to somebody talking. Yeah, well, the New York Times crossword, I think, involves a lot more reading. And I feel like a, kind of a lot of what I'm doing on um, in Alpha Bear is just kind of stirring the letters around until something pops out at me. Okay. And I feel like that maybe doesn't engage the same portion of my brain as, like, like it's just the reading part, not the language part. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Could you do a Sudoku while listening to a numbers station? <laughs> I couldn't do a Sudoku, period. I wouldn't do the filthy motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I could read while listening to a numbers station. You have to just tune it out. Or can you, or like, are you a kind of 
tuning tuning it out kind of guy. I don't, I'm not really a tuning it out kind of guy. Okay. But why would you listen to something that you're also trying to tune out? Yeah, exactly. Well, if, if it were a number station, well, we're like playing sleep, outside. It's like, kind of how you go to sleep is tuning out a well tuning in and then tuning it. Dr- yeah, tuning, tuning in and drifting out. Yeah. Like if there's, I'm, I tune, first I turn it on and then I tune <laughs> in and then I drop out. Yeah. If there's like a guy like a a guy in a low low rider with a real like a bassy sound system playing a number station outside oh, your window oh. with some mm. sort of like counting what a bassy cool guy system. that would oh be. man yeah and his and his 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 hoopty hops the number of times of yeah. each digit that they say <laughs> like a church bell ring the, the time of day <laughs> man i think i uh do you ever come and watch the lowrider parade no, it is not a thing that I would have thought that I would be interested in, but it is fucking great. I want to say they do it like twice a year here. It might only be once, but it's right up your street. So I always, I always used to see it when I when I lived with you, uh, Kevin, here in San Francisco. But uh, but I, I miss it a lot of the time now, and I miss it a lot. Like I'll mm. I'll be walking home and I'll see like, oh man, there's these guys have all parked their fucking crazy ass cars that they've. I mainly I just like when middle-aged men spend a bunch of money on something that has no practical value at all. <laughs> and this is just a way of doing that. I would also, I would be so happy to go to like a model train convention yeah, where people yeah, were yeah. just showing off the crazy model train shit that they oh, God, built. Like, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. I mean, there's also Comic Con and Comic Con. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I feel like yeah, these are all things like, that I would rather go to a specific, like, like this is my, I've, I've brought my like crazy Lego castle that I built right, to this yes. thing to, to like exhibit. Like, yep. Okay. Comic cons will have some of that stuff, but then there's also like let's wait in line to see Balthazar Getty dressed as whatever Sith Lord he's playing. I, <laughs> I yeah, one that's of my, the only actor I know the name of. <laughs> one of my favorite tweets that nobody else liked was like this was like 2012. One of your tweets, yeah, hmm. uh, was one where I was making a joke about like if. When grandma is driving and she forgot, like making an analogy to the the turn signal where the you mean the, the wipers. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean the turn signal where like she forgot to turn off the the rear left bump, um, low rider bumper. Mm. Um, and it's been bumping for the That's past six blocks. Good. That's but like good. either I couldn't I couldn't find a way to phrase it right, or like nobody else thought it was funny. I thought it was funny. Oh, if I had known you, then I would have liked and retweeted that. that or, or you would have like been like, "Ooh, you didn't really phrase that very well," and been sad. Nah, I would have retweeted and liked it anyway. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, this is patronizing. <laughs> it's true. That's, that's true too. <laughs> I'm like, I like to, I, I like to uplift uh, lesser <laughs> humorists yes. to make myself look better. Right. Yes. <laughs> So look, look how good my taste is. Yeah. Uh, and I played a dark room. Yeah. Oh, had you not yeah. played through I, that? I had not finished it before. Oh, okay. I had played it and like kind of bounced off of it. I saw that it was on Switch. That's interesting. Yeah. It was a huge seller on the iOS store like four or five years ago. Yeah. It's yeah. another game that that didn't have like shitty microtransactions that sold. Yeah. Well, yeah, but that was like in 2013, back sure. when it was possible to do that. Okay. And and yeah, I was playing the the one uh, the version on my phone that I had bought like four years ago, um, and this is a game like clearly inspired by Candy Box. Yeah, with, but it was different enough was, that it was good. Yeah, it yeah, was, yeah, and it was it it had it was different enough that 
the bits it was missing from Candy Box were kind of the parts of Candy Box I liked. <laughs> so, oh, okay. Uh-huh. I was not as into it as I was Candy Box. I liked that it was a little more serious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was darker, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, it starts out as a sort of a clicker where you are building up a uh, a village in a in a room in a destroyed, which is world. Weird. Yeah, mm-hmm. like there's a room in the middle of the village. I guess is what's happening, um, and eventually it unlocks a portion of the game where you're actually physically moving around the world, which is like the big turn. Uh, the the big turn in terms of gameplay. Um, and then you explore that space and have like it's sort of sort of like Fallout style like encounters in, in destroyed spaces with um like RPG combat type stuff. Uh it, it's it's interesting. It's it's so I hadn't, there wasn't as much left as I thought there was. Like from when I had played it last, I had actually already seen most of the game. Um, but there's a little bit more than there's, there's another, there's a second turn that, that um, I was wishing like went somewhere, like there would be an entire other like portion of the game after that, that you would then go play, but it's just a very short, slight mm. thing. Mm. Yeah. The way paper clips kept changing more yes like that and and in fact i would say instead of playing a dark room just play universal <laughs> paper clips it's yeah. probably the better game yeah because i feel like there are parts of a dark room that are like just kind of waste your time in the way that a clicker game does and universal paper clips is categorically yeah, never just really not felt that. like that yeah. like there were times when i i wasn't good enough at it to like i, I had well, the that's option a, that's to something just you can never do... say about a clicker. yeah exactly yeah yeah I think uh, about Universal Paperclips almost every day because I bought one of the coffee cups that he sold uh, on like a Zazzle store for like a week or something at one point, like right after it came out. And so every morning I drink my coffee out of my Universal Paperclips cup. Although lately, sometimes I've been cheating on the Universal Paperclips cup with my Hubert Cumberdale cup that I bought. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> it's a very good cup. So if you look into um, the... Uh... The developers of a dark room. Um, it turns out that like the 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 web version of the game was made by one person, and then the phone version of the game was made by a person who just liked the web version. What? Like they they never met, uh, but like, and and w- when this guy asked, he emailed to ask, "Can I port this game to iOS?" He hadn't gotten to the part where you explore the world yet oh wow um and so like he agreed to the the uh, the the person who had made the original version agreed to let this guy port the game and so he started work on it and then like got to the part where you have to make the rest of the game (laughs) um i thought that was a really weird like it, it, it is kind of like this guy got to live the game he was making hmm as just like you experience this directly and then put that idea and and also like the other weird thing is that um the there are some significant content differences in terms of like um the events that happen and the messages that flash on the screen i think mm. it like i it may be like uh trying to make the 
the imply like your your implied identity, which is only hinted at in the game, like a little bit more obvious. Um, yeah, I remember like it starts to like refer to the people in your village as slaves or something. Right. In the phone version. I also remember the phone version, like I kind of bounced off of it. I had beaten the web version, but I bounced off the phone version. Like it came out later enough that I was like, oh, I'll play through this again. But then I bounced off of it because I was like, oh, right. I can't really just let this sit and run. Like, right. It doesn't do anything when it's in the background. It, it, it is. That, that That is a strange choice for a clicker style game for sure. Um, and the other thing that I thought was interesting in the, the essays that I read about the making of this game was that um, after he shipped the port... He was getting emails from blind people who had found this game by searching for the phrase text-based and could play the game fine until they got to the part where they had to explore the world. Mm. Uh, And so he actually went and, like, made the entire thing accessible to the blind, Hmm. which is really neat. It was really, like, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure, like, how you would do that for a roguelike but i do know that like blind people do play play net hack for example hmm. oh interesting yeah huh. i guess it must be a screen reader i wonder what that sounds like <laughs> dot 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 yeah. dot 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 wall it, except I mean, like space, 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 except space. like 50 times as fast as that it, yeah. it's got to be something some other there's got to be something specialized right like yeah, yeah you are in yeah like i i i'm imagining like a, a like an 80 by 50 braille display. Oh, that'd be neat. Yeah. Okay. Like in sneakers. Yeah. Did, did, did sneakers have one of those? It just had a single braille. Oh. Like a, it was like a teletype braille right. display. Yeah. That's still pretty good. Sneakers fucking super holds up. Yeah. Yeah, it's real good. It's Look, a... The, and, and it's weird because it is about technology of the time, but it treats technology like magic in a way that makes it so you can still watch it now and it's not... Well, dated at all it it also um it also is convenient for the movie that we still haven't figured out how to factor large prime numbers. right yeah, yeah. we have we still haven't solved the problem that they solved in it and also like all of the actual technical stuff that they did was like cutting wires leading into patch panels and stuff which is right. still how everything works right so it's yeah no it feels very like it it very much like it uh, could mostly happen today. Barry still has four bridges. There's still fog. That's <laughs> true. The computer dating is still still would never match up Werner Brandes with Liz. What's her name? Yeah. Well, well, now you would just say, well, it's just the it's just the neural network. She we would never. She it... would never have swiped right on him. Is what, <laughs> is what Cosmo would have said. That I saw um, an article about. Um, the idea was that it would be, it was a a neural network that can explain what it's doing in plain English. Hmm. Uh. But if you look at the so it's it's what it, and it showed like a screenshot of like or I guess it was a video of like of the computers playing Frogger and like explaining why it makes each move over in, in English over on the right. But if you look at what they're actually doing. They actually just built a second AI to look at the output of the first one. And, oh, and like back solve for Yeah, why and come up did... with like an Xbox. Well, like the brain works, you yeah. know. Like the, right. you... Oh, man. Huh. Um, which That's the deep cut for humanity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, 
and I don't know if I should be like, oh yes, it's it's just like us, or if I should be just horrified at this idea. Like, it's still just as mysterious as before. It's but like, and then the way they trained the second AI was just by humans looking at what happened and then typing things like this typing reasons. And do you think that saying something funny is just a like? Everybody has the same like dumb bullshit flying through their brain and people who value being funny try to like formulate the random horse shit that just happened because two words sound alike into a thing that they think will trick other people into laughing as opposed <laughs> to just ignoring it the way a sane normal person would. Well, yeah, like if you don't if you're not into that shit, you probably learn very, very young to just shut that down, like just to completely close off that part of your mind. <laughs> Not immediately type it back into the work slack. Right. <laughs> or text it to Gary. Yeah. <laughs> like, so. Although now Nick gets the texts, the things that are too gross to tweet. <laughs> I, te I texted him the other day and I was like, Nick, I need you to tell me if this is a tweet or not. <laughs> Jizz Jackrabbit. <laughs> And, well, that's podcast material. That's yeah, for sure. well, the answer is no. That is not a tweet. And he was like, "Ah, the new game, the new game from Cliffy B." Huh? And I said, "No, from Cliffy D." And then he replied, "Don't you mean Stiffy D?" So we got there Jizz eventually. Jack off rabbit. Jizz Jack off rabbit. Mm. You think it's too much? A little yeah, on the nose? Because yeah. I think Jack Rabbit becomes on the something. <laughs> anyway, thanks, Nick. Go, if you're in New Zealand, go see Nick at whatever thing he's going to with the info. Uh, he's doing some kind of keynote speech at some video games thing uh, next week. I miss him already. That all you played? Yeah. Well, aside from the three assignments. What about you, Kevin? Uh, I played one non-mobile game. Uh, and a couple mobile games. Um, the non-mobile game is, I cannot remember if I talked about this on a previous show. I started playing it a little bit uh, while I was uh, traveling. Uh, Guacamelee? Hmm. Mm, the first one? Yes. Cool. Did I talk about this at all? I don't remember. I had avoided this game for years because I didn't understand what it was. They Didn't we do it as an assignment? No. Huh. We did not. Uh I had always thought it was just some sort of weird brawler game because it's like sort of in the name. It was like Mexican wrestler brawler game. I was like, mm. uh, I'm not into that at no, all. Man, it's Metroidvania. It's, it's, a, it's, a, yeah. it's, a, it's a it's a platformer brawler. It's a it's a platform. It's a Metroidvania platformer brawler. Yeah, it's got it's got the like combo based combat system, but it's not important really that you know how to use that. You can sort of get through it without it. Um, it's real good. It's yeah. a it's a it's a solid and it's like explicitly a Metroid sort of homage because there's a yeah, bunch of like there's a bunch of like gags built around that yeah. yeah and they reference a bunch of other video games that they like and stuff in it it's it's very sort of tongue-in-cheek um and it's great um most of the way through at this point um i'm not sure if i'm gonna like 100 percent it or not um but I'm, I'm having a great time with that uh and then i, I mentioned that that game club thing that uh that exists which is the like I don't know what their long-term goals are, but they're like in the short term, they're just giving out like um, test flight mm -hmm. sort of game keys or whatever. Have we talked yet about how that can't possibly scale? 
we mentioned it. We don't, and I just don't know. I don't know right. what the I don't know what the back end situation is for test flight at this point because it's things have changed so much since since we were doing stuff. Right. Um, but so I guess they've done six games now, and I played a couple of them uh, this past week. One is Zombie Match, which is like a match three game, um, but it's sort of a match three game mixed with Plants vs. Zombies, maybe? How did they not call that Match Z? I don't know. Mm. Um, but it's it's five lanes of tiles, and zombies are sort of progressing from the right side to the left side towards a line of like scientists or whatever. And... Uh, you can move a tile, and if it creates a match, if there's a zombie on the tile that gets matched and removed, it gets defeated. Um, and it's just really good. That like that layer of additional sort of strategy makes the match three way more interesting. And, and, and like if you want to try to get like the achievement for every level, you every match, every move has to create a match. Um, which there are few enough different kinds of tiles that that's almost always possible. And um, you can't lose any of the scientists on the side, and you have to actually beat the level, I think, of the three, like, um, sort of stars that you can get per level. And so, like, if you want to do it where you're you're going to win and still have every move be a match makes it much more challenging and interesting. Um, so that's I thought that was actually super good. And there's another game called Words, which is like W O O O O R D S or whatever. And it's just it's just an anagram game basically. It's uh, you get like nine letter tiles and try to make as many words out of those tiles as you can. Mm. I think they all resolve to at least one nine letter word. Um, but then you can like you know as many like three to three to nine letter words or three to eight letter words as you can do. Um, and there's no time limit. It's just sort of like Make as many words as you can, and it's like so that sort of very low stress, chill, anagramming kind of stuff is great. It's a lot of fun. Terrible at anagrams, really? Yeah, weird. It seems like you'd be good at them. Yeah, you'd think so. Yeah, it always kind of surprises me when I remember that I can't do a jumble (laughs) at all. Something I forgot that I was going to talk about before the video game sections. I've been working on, uh, we're doing this like room escape thing at ZapCon this year. And so I've been like building the puzzles and the stuff for that. ZapCon, May 4th and 5th. ZapCon, May 4th and 5th, Mesa Convention Center, Mesa, Arizona. Bring your friends, bring your mom. I'm bringing mine. (laughs) I bought, so I needed, I was looking on Amazon for the smallest and cheapest briefcase that had a three that had a six digit two three digit two three digit combinations because I needed the the puzzle that I was building it didn't work if there was only one piece of information missing because you would just easily be able to guess it on a three number combination but if it was like two pieces that you had to guess that's like cumbersome to try all a hundred so I wanted a six digit thing so I'm like oh briefcases have six digit locks. It's very hard to find lockboxes that don't that are more than three digits. But anyway, the the smallest briefcase turned out to be this. That's like I, I just want to. Sorry, this is this is kind of dumb. But I just want to jump in. That's like a thousand combinations. You could you could try every combination in like twenty minutes. Maybe not twenty minutes. I bet it would take a few hours to like it, it takes to, a little while to brute force one of those because you have to be pretty careful to make sure you don't miss one and fuck that's, it up right? that's true and yeah. even 20 minutes would be too long for a room escape yeah well I just meant like if you're trying, if you're to, trying steal to break some shit out of a yeah. lockbox but I mean yeah. you'd just bring bolt cutters Though, right like good, it's good point. like yeah. that's the thing like it, the, 
Locks only keep honest people out. Anyway, so I, the thing that I ended up buying was like, uh, it was advertised as a handgun case. Um, what, <laughs> the, you could pick different colors and finishes for it. And one of the colors was just a big an eagle and the full text of the second amendment <laughs> printed on the side of it, which I elected not to do because I didn't want to, I didn't want to keep politics out of room escapes. Am I right? But I want to read, this thing is a real piece of shit. Like the lock works. It's great for the, for my purposes, but it's very flimsy. It came with this card that said, this device is not intended to prevent access to firearms by children or unauthorized persons. Jesus. Like, okay, so this this object does not perform the stated purpose of this object in any meaningful way. Here are the Amazon Q&A from the thing. I read this before I bought it, so it's not like I was surprised by it being crappy. Question. What are the interior dimensions? Answer. All I know is that it breaks so easily and they won't even replace or refund you the money. Question. Could a letter-sized sheet of paper lay flat in this? I'm not sure of the interior dimensions. Thank you. Answer. Nope. Question. Is this TSA approved? Answer. I don't know, but I highly doubt it. This is a piece. Mine is already in the trash. (laughs) Question. Anyone have issues with the locks? Answer. Always. I'm glad that you thought that this would be a good thing to use in a room escape. (laughs) But the the user Q&A is real good on Amazon. I've never seen one before where it's just like every single one of these is like people the like so angry the and like yeah well there's one guy one specific all be- the questions it's different people though oh, it's really? different <laughs> names of people yeah like I, I mean I, like so there are circumstances under which you are legally required to like lock up your guns like if you have kids in the house right and I could see going on Amazon buying oh hey there's a thing that I can lock my gun up with for only $30 like but no there's not because it's a fucking piece of shit it's like it's like a toy safe right and a toy safe is fine for a room escape like it's you you there's a suspension of disbelief that like I'm not going to just carry this thing out to my car and hit it with a hammer until it opens and I solve the puzzle, right? No room escape patron (laughs) is going to do that to this. But like, if you don't actually want to lock your gun up, this is a good choice because you don't give a shit. Well, but why would you put it in a shitty, like you're just making it more inconvenient for you. a good one is more expensive. Like, right. But why would you buy a worse one? Right? Like if this one doesn't solve the problem that you're trying to solve. Well, I, I guess like, the the disclaimer that this product doesn't do what it does says it does would mean that you're not following the law saying you have to okay. lock up your gun maybe anyway uh i really only played two non-assignment games uh, one of them was a phone game that i just randomly downloaded called anti-type uh, which was just a word game that popped up in the in the Apple like sort of games recommendation thing. It is <clears throat> it is a game where you have there are two words that are presented to you that are opposites of each other, and then there's a hint as to so this will be things like on and off or light and dark. But the operation that you perform on the grid of letters is you tap a letter and it increments not itself but all of the adjacent letters by one letter and so they've taken two very short simple words that you pretty much know what they're supposed to be and then perform this operation in reverse so that you will have to perform it 
forwards to solve the thing. And it is fucking impossible <laughs> to do. Like, it is so hard to conceive of, is okay, like, Jesus so, Christ. So is this something what, like lights out? What like is going to, uh, yeah, it's a lot like that, except instead of them just being on and off, it's like, okay, fuck. It's funny that you use that as the set of words. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I need to, I need... This letter is correct, so I can't hit any of the adjacent letters to it, or it will go out of alignment. But I can hit it, and so if the letter's adjacent, it'll go. So it's fine if you only have to do one move to solve the problem, but once you have to do two, mm-hmm. it becomes just fucking impossible to keep in your head what's going to happen. It was like I didn't expect. Normally, I see some like like low budget looking word game. I'm like, okay, this is going to be a waste of time because it will just be like uninteresting or trivial. But this one is just like insanely difficult to perform even the most basic operations in, which I think is is interesting. Does Z wrap around to A? I don't know. I don't know. Huh. They, that's a oh. good question. Maybe I, you I wonder... find out the secret 27th letter. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if the, the person who made this is just a savant at this sort at of that particular thing, mm, task. It's weird how hard it gets. <clears throat> the other thing I played like an hour of today, and I... I don't want to talk about this too much because it's a bummer is uh, Heaven's Vault, the new game from the 80 Days studio, Inkle. Um, it's like a big mess. Uh, it's it's a tr- it's a game about like moving around spaces in like a you're you're in space, I guess, like you're. You're on, there's planets and moons, but then the way that you move between them is by sailing a boat down a river that goes between the planets and the moons in this weird, like, sort of grid, grid, this map of, like... Like an allegory? (laughs) I don't know. It's, uh... I don't know. It sounds like Outer Wilds. It sounds great. And so you... I mean, it's, it's like, very stylish and cool. The... You're moving around these 3D spaces... But all of the characters that are moving around are kind of like rotoscoped, billboarded 2D drawings of characters that just look like shit moving around in the space. Like, Mm. everyone just fades out from the knees down, and I think that's just because they couldn't make the feet look good walking in a 3d environment every time you move in a new direction it leaves like a little ghost of you in your original position it does it's like the kind of children's television rotoscoping animations that are just like two or three frames of animation per second like everything about this game it's like not quite and again i feel bad even saying this it's not quite like where the water tastes like wine getting in the way of the thing that it's good at, but it's because it's not that rickety, but it's pretty rickety. And it's like you're talking to people in scenes and they will say a thing, which is like a line of text will appear above their head. And like, as that line of text is drawing, the camera will switch dramatically to a different angle of them. And the same text will just move elsewhere on the screen. Like, instantaneously you, what you what you guys watched me play it for yeah, a little for, while for like i found it baffling the interface is so strange and complicated and like 80 days the game elements of it were pretty nominal and really didn't like almost everything that you were doing in 80 days was reading stuff and it was fantastic yep and in this 
there there is a really cool translation puzzle thing that you're doing this the main thing that this game is about is like translating this ancient language and so you're having these conversations where it's like hey i found this artifact and it has these glyphs on it what do you think these glyphs mean and you're sort of piecing together like all right based on where you know based on the circumstances under which this was found and what it seems like what it's similar to and what these glyphs like look like because it's quasi like uh ideogram like kind of uh what is what is it called when the ideograms are like representational hieroglyphic yeah uh that game seems really fun, and I would really yeah, like to that, play. Uh, that's right up my alley. I would really like to play what that. I watched you play looked confusing as heck. And because it's mostly just like walking around in spaces between conversations with like these just god awful looking rotoscoped things that are just constantly like clipping through each other because it's just like I don't, I don't know how this wound up like this. It's such a bummer. It, it seems like a bunch of compromises. Is it an early access thing? No. It's just shipped. They sp- and they spent like five or six years making it. Like, it seems like a really expensive... The environments are pretty nice. Yeah. Like, th- there are these nice 3D environments that you're moving around in, but you're not like a 3D thing. You're, ju- you're just like a weird legless ghost that keeps like leaving tracers of yourself behind because of the way that it's animated and like but you're the only thing that does that like none of the other characters do the weird like ghosty thing at least that i saw maybe they do it's it's so fucked up and then to move from place to place in the world you do this just like this just pointless like sailing game where the only choices you're making are you'll get to like a point where the river branches and you need to be paying attention so that you can go down the one where the arrow is flashing because if you go down the wrong one oh like in dragon's lair if you go down the wrong one it'll just say whoops you took a wrong turn hit backspace to teleport back to before that turn and why and it's just it just goes on for it goes on for fucking ever it's like like i Hmm. it it, like i want to see the next part of the story i want to do a thing but like that's the part where it's like it doesn't like it's kind of like well okay now i guess i'll just walk this skeleton across this featureless plane until i get to the next (laughs) part of the video game and it and it's like get when you said that this game was a like the the game by the people who made 80 days was a mess i assumed the writing was bad writing was not great when i was reading over your shoulder it was i, I didn't fine. have as much of a problem with it as as riff and kevin seemed to but it, it's <laughs> the, uh, my my only problem with it was them overusing italics for emphasis yeah it's true there's like places. there's like an italicized emphasized word in m- one or one or more in every sentence that anybody utters also they do the name of the planet that you're from is mm-hmm. iox iox and almost all of the time when you see it it's in a non-serif font so it just looks like the word locks in mm, lowercase yeah sounds great it i don't i i hate it when i thought that i would be not interested in this game because of the content because it like I was like, mm, I don't know. This just seems like a game where nothing's gonna happen because it's just about like being an archaeologist. And I bet that being an archaeologist is actually fucking boring. And they're not gonna make like an Indiana Jones game. They're gonna make a game that's like really about being an archaeologist. And I don't care. 
but I actually really love the content of it because it's like this crazy science fiction thing and the the mood of it is great and the all of the like set dressing is good, but like the presentation is just so messy. It's I don't I don't I don't get it. Like I don't get how I don't understand how this happened. I hope that it's not like terrible news for the studio. Like there was some weird timeline situation where you were scrubbing along a timeline and facts were <laughs> Yeah, that's so you have a timeline that you're learning things about this ancient empire and it's like filling in facts on a timeline and sometimes there are like ranges that that coalesce as you learn more that are things like, you know, 350,000 years ago or whatever. But then there's also a timeline down to the granularity of like seconds ago, which is like my friend Jeff told me that he uh, liked me. That was four seconds ago. And so then it zooms the timeline into like <laughs> the left side of the screen is 15 seconds ago and the right side of the screen is now. And so then you if you want to get back to the central mystery of the game it's like well i guess i'll just spend like a minute spinning the mouse wheel to maybe there's a trick to like zooming it back out to it it just like abruptly switches between you having control and you not having control and like if there's an indicator of when those things are true and it's not it's not for like important reasons it's like sometimes it's like well no okay i took a left on this part of this sidewalk and then the character just started walking on their own for a little while and then got up to the top and now I'm controlling them again and it, it hmm. just ah oh boy I hate feeling this way about a thing but it's like it's in, it's bad in an interesting way at least it's <laughs> like every single thing about it just feels so half baked and compromised and like and I don't want to be like you know how did you ship this because I know what making fucking video games is like like it's a it's a wonder that anything ever comes out right but like it just feels weird to me that any of these systems are the one that they were right happy with right because I never heard stuff about this the development of this being troubled like I heard that it took way longer than they thought so I mean maybe I don't know, maybe it's like Word Realms. Everything is just where it was when they gave up rather than <laughs> where it was when they got satisfied with it. Sure. But it's, man, do I want... I mean, in the same way that I want a version of Where the Water Tastes Like Wine, where it's just a fucking menu with all of the writing yeah, yeah. parts of it and no overworld. Like, I kind of want that... Just a menu of the pe people you can talk to in this area and then back out to that next level of menu that is areas you can go areas to. Areas you can go to. And then maybe there's a little story when you travel between two places, yeah. like in 80 Days, like the yeah. thing that they're good at. It's, mm, man. 80 Days, like all of the video game parts of it just felt like a kind of a UI for the writing, and it was just, that's what was that's what it was there for. Right. And this just feels like it's trying to be something other than that and failing on every level except on the conceptual and writing level, which, uh, man, hmm. really bummed out about it. Tom Francis had mentioned something on Twitter today about being uh, being sad that, like, there was a point at which it locked him into a conversation where he only had one option of things to say. And it was like 
he described it as like a really shitty and hurtful lie being told in front of someone that would immediately uh-huh. call him out on it. And he would like alt F4 to see if he could get back, like get to before it. But like, nope, he was still exactly where it was. And I remember kind of feeling that way about 80 days the first time I played it. Like I kept doing things and then it would just like describe my character as having like committed a crime that I would never do and that I didn't sort of choose to do. Because it doesn't because what you end up doing as the result of a choice is much larger than the choice seems to present. So one of the developers responded to that tweet saying thanks for the bug report this is fixed in the next build. Oh, Oh okay. So Maybe it got 80, 80 days got better about that, too. I don't know. I mean, I think I just maybe started being a little bit more careful. Like, because I think what happened is the first time I played 80 days, I like fucked up and was out of money right off the bat. And so I just kept like breaking into trains and getting in <laughs> trouble for getting on them without a ticket and stuff. Right. Which I'm like, that's not what I, I didn't want to do that. Like, I like let me work a minimum wage <laughs> job for a week right. so that I can buy a train ticket. Like, but it's just, you know, it wasn't. I don't know. It. I remember getting into an argument with Sean Vanneman about this because it was the same thing. Like I really didn't like uh, full throttle because of the way that it presents the main character in the beginning of the game. It's like basically the conversation that the bad guys are having in the car. And I get that they're the bad guys, but they're having a conversation about this bar. And it's like, you better not come into this bar because these are mean guys. And they'll be mean to you when you come into this bar because you're different than them. And then you go in and that bar is full of the protagonist. And I'm like, Oh, I see the protagonist of this game is an asshole. Like the protagonist is this game is a guy who won't let a nerd buy a beer at the bar that he likes because the nerd doesn't ride a motorcycle. Fuck this guy. I don't want to be this guy in a video game. And like I get that he's the good guy eventually and the the nerd that they were going to be mean to if he walked into the bar is the bad guy eventually, but they weren't being mean to him because he was the bad guy. They were being mean to him because he didn't ride a motorcycle. And like fuck you. Like fuck that bar. Fuck well, everyone in that bar. Also, they were being mean to him because he's a rich suit. It's it calling him a nerd. I think is is they were, mi- mis mis describing the the class differences between these two characters. Well, right? okay, because he's obviously like a rich suit capitalist dickhead. I guess you still the way to deal with that is not to like beat them up when they come into your bar. Like sure, it's. I'm projecting because I go I go into bars and get beat up for being a nerd all the time. <laughs> Do you go into biker bars? Well, no. Challenge, challenge. No, the no. Guy I mean, like this is very this is very much about the fact that like even as a man in my 40s, I still can't really go to bars in the town that I grew up in, mm. and like it just immediately cast the protagonist of this game as like oh this is like the people that I don't like in real life because mm. they won't just let me live my fucking life mm. uh, in their space Fine, whatever. <laughs> anyway but but i didn't like it really bothered me that the narrative of 80 days would like put you in this position of like yeah, yeah. do it like just committing crimes without you hitting the commit crime button right. and like you know this is probably just like a naive approach to drama but you know what I can tell you this. You play a loathing game, we're never going to make you accidentally commit a crime. No. Or at least we're going to make it reasonably clear that you can guess from the choice that that is what would happen. 
We should just put like a label that says crime on, yeah. on every button. That's a crime. <laughs> Bracket. Yeah. It would be good if you could uh, you could support different people's moralities. So like you go into the options and there's mm. all these check boxes of actions <laughs> that you would you would consider a crime. That's right. And it would how level... how gray do you want your morality? Sixty percent, seventy percent. God, remember that thing in Paratopic where you're talking to the guy at the convenience store and he tells you about the giant ball of twine and one of your conversation options is, I don't care about giant balls of twine, bracket, lie. Yeah. <laughs> that is one of my favorite things from video games. Oh, man. And, you know, they only did it once and there's never that's, another thing yeah, like that. Beautiful. It, God, that, that's God, that was good. That's good. Uh, uh, what have you been playing, Riff? Uh, nothing nothing new, really. I played some of The Witness on my tablet on the plane. I played a little Baba is You and got a little bit further into the glitch levels. Um, I played a little uh, uh, Hitman Go. Mm. Okay. Uh, what, what, what are you playing uh, Baba is You on? Switch. Okay. I also played a bunch of it, actually. I Like, I had... I solved one thing that unlocked a bunch of new puzzles that I was then able to solve a bunch of, and then Kevin kind of helped me a little bit with two things that I was stuck on that then unlocked the kind of big turn mm. in the game, which was great. And I'm now I'm real into it again, and I just keep coming yeah. back to it. And, and then I keep like solving puzzles. Like I'm back to the point where I'm not. I'm still stuck on all the things that I was stuck on. Yeah. I only got past one of them, but now there's just like more tendrils out into levels yeah, that I'm exactly. stuck in more that's, spots. That's out. the yeah. same thing, same where I am, where it's like, uh, I'm starting to make some headway in this glitch stuff. Never mind the fact that I still haven't solved even one puzzle in the volcano. Right. <laughs> but it's weird because the Switch one is behind. Like your version of the volcano is different than my version yeah, of the volcano. Yeah. Really? It just has totally different. Like he has one puzzle available in the beginning of the volcano and I have two available that are different than I that both of which are different than the one that he has Whoa. so it's just something that got patched in PC and the patch hasn't made it to switch yet interesting huh that game is so fucking good it yeah is. god the I can't even I don't I don't want to spoil anybody on the new elements that I've seen in the puzzles I'm getting but it's so there's some mind blowing little bits in there those first two puzzles in the flower world thing where you're where you're moving around letters instead of hmm. words mm -hmm. do they keep doing that or is it just in those two there's a whole world of word puzzles oh god good that you haven't even gotten mm -hmm. to yet. Ah, i love it it took me forever to solve that 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 second word puzzle second was one the was one i got real hard because it yeah. i i assumed that it would be in a square. Oh. Uh, but. Oh, huh. Yeah, they don't. It doesn't even work vertical. Like it doesn't work horizontally, or it doesn't work vertically. It has really? to be horizontal. Oh, I didn't yeah, know that. I think. That's interesting. Um. Anyway, very, very fucking good. Yeah. 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 Man, I think we've learned how many people can be in here without it getting a little bit too hot. <laughs> is it getting? Is it getting a little warm? Uh, to me, it is. I don't know. Well, you're also wearing a flannel. That is true. Fuck. Kevin's wearing a fleece. Yeah, I'm fine. Huh. It's far enough into the alphabet that... That's true. <laughs> Should we talk about our assignments? My whole life has been building up to us talking about this assignment. Falcon Age, Flugel, Fugel, and Feather. Feather. The flannel and a fleece. Flannel and fleece. 
<laughs> Forever. Do you uh, want to do it in order? Yeah. Do, do we want to start with Falcon Age? Or yeah, do we let's wanna... do that one last. Okay, yeah. So Fugal is a proc gen game where you're you're a voxel bird flying around. You're a voxel thing flying around. Voxel thing flying around. You're mostly birds. You're often birds. <laughs> you're often you're birds. sometimes birds. <laughs> so there's, is there, was there a character editor like in the main mm-hmm. menu? Yeah. yeah. I opened up that thing and like the text was, I was leaning back in my chair and the text was too small to read. So I was just kind of messing with the sliders and none of them did anything. <laughs> really? <laughs> like I couldn't make any visible, I could make it rotate, but I, I couldn't make you any. Make, you can make a big fat bird. No. Nope. You can make yeah, a real big could, wide bird. Couldn't do it. <laughs> the text is really ugly like all you know, of the that menu too. text uh-huh. and stuff like it's very it's like it looks like the it looks like the front page of like a cracked wares game <laughs> where it's like oh god this text is like swimming around in a in a way that is nauseating and i can't uh, and then Feather is the same game, except not proc gen, and you can't turn into different birds. You're just one cool bird, and it controls better, I think. I, I like the controls better, but I hated the the mechanic when you would inter- like when you would um, run into something. Oh, I, yeah. I, I guess the first I time really I played it, I was deliberately running into a bunch of stuff, and it sucked. Fugle, similarly, though, you'd get, like, kind of... you with in, Fugle, in, you sort of, like, roll around and, like... Yeah. But it's always can, forward motion, right? Well, Whereas, there are some biomes where you can, like, kind of get stuck in a corner yeah. and, like, you... you it's rough. Uh, but I much I, prefer I that to actually literally time backing up and backing out of the... I, I feel like yeah. if the purpose of these games is to kind of get into a flow state, like, I found... Fugal to have much more flow breaking in it. Like you can turn off like, the auto morph into other animals. Okay, that's helpful. Yeah. yeah. And that because that was I was like, God damn it, I'm trying to relax here. Stop <laughs> slowing down time to yeah. turn me into other shit. Yeah. There's just a menu option where you can turn that off. Okay, that's that's how you collect them. Yeah, but I didn't but that's that's not what I wanted. I like that's, I, the, that's the game that's part the of game. it. No, the I, game part I, of it is having fun and being a cool bird and okay. floating around and relaxing and listening to the music. At, at one point I got stuck as a fish because there was nothing else to turn into. <laughs> Were you still flying? No. Oh. You, some some fish have a real hard time getting out of the water. So like I, you, I would argue really? that all fish have yeah. a really hard time getting out well, of the water. Well, no, but like it, you can fly, you can be underwater as a as a bird and you swim fine. Mm-hmm. But a fish, yeah, there's you, flying fish, but there aren't swimming birds. I mean, there are. <laughs> Never mind. That's the other, just a thing I said that didn't make any sense. The other thing that really struck me about like so in in Fugle, you you pick a biome from the menu there, and there's like fifteen of them. They're Some, all almost the same but yeah, some of them are more kind of cavey than others yeah like the the a lot of it is just was... color scheme but like the kinds of decorations change but none of them are like a flat plane for example they're yeah, all they're no, all like they're all like 3d perlin noise yeah with different thresholds for which and, thing is but, solid but even enough. if it were just that like if they had put all these biomes in the same world yeah yeah that would have like been flying much nicer from to... one to the next I it would feel like you're lot. exploring a space mm-hmm. like yeah. as it is you start you load up a biome and you can see everything that you're going to see in it in 15 seconds yeah and then it's just although the same. there you fly around and it's like oh cool i can go under a little loop now like there's a there's an arch over here and it's like nice i so like fugal being proc gen in a kind of a bore in the like Kate Compton, ten thousand identical bowls of oatmeal, problem sense. Right. Feather is a human created 
environment that has a bunch of spaces that are explicitly very fun to fly through yep. and cool looking and different from one another. It's like it's it's kind of like the Witness Island. Like there's just a yeah. bunch of different biomes on the island. It's maybe a little too small mm. to to like because you sort of you don't. It doesn't take long to see all of them. There are these loops that you can fly through that like change the soundtrack. I don't know if they do anything else or not. I was I for a little while I convinced myself that ones that I'd gotten before were staying off, but I don't think that was true. I, I, think, it's, also, I think it's just the one the one that you flew through before stays off. Okay, because I, I also felt like that. Uh, but I think yeah. I think the problem is that there are some that from a distance look like they don't have anything in mm. them, but uh. if you get up close on them, they're like they all turn back on after you've picked something else i think and so like the the average sort of zen satisfaction of playing fugal was higher for me but the local maxima satisfaction was higher playing feather agreed i think as a result of it being a man-made mm. environment but i also think like better proc gen like flying a bird around a minecraft server Oh, is yeah. also fucking great. Mm -hmm. Like which you can basically do by just playing creative mode Minecraft and you gotta pull real just, hard. Yeah, just slam it. Open it and slam it. Nice. Riff's learning how the studio works. <laughs> uh, I learned door. <laughs> creative mode Minecraft, turn on flying, and you can just like fly over a Minecraft landscape huh. and it's yeah. fucking great. Like, yeah. especially if you did the Windows Store version of it, the draw distance is way, way higher because it's mm. not in Java. And mm. so, like, you can just turn it way up and it's, like, really, really nice looking. Um, but that's, like, that's kind of splitting the difference between these two games. Because the proc gen in Fugal, it looks nice. And it's it's much more, yeah, like, artistically pretty. rendered, but it's homogenous. It's, yeah. it's weirdly samey. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it's that a was strange choice. Like the, the the one fundamental difference I felt like was a lot of levels ha at about half height. There's the sort of the water table is, and so then if you go below that, you have to, you're gonna have to be below water. And in some levels, the full height is basically airspace, so that they're much deeper chasms. But then then there's like a lot more caves in those hmm. in those levels. Um, and in both games, I felt felt like flying through the caves was my favorite bit yeah yeah um, i liked weaving in and out of those like pipes and stuff that were in the water and feather mm. flying through the clouds did you ever fly through the clouds yeah that feather? was a little that weird was really neat <laughs> i thought just them like poofing constantly as you like flew through it it was also interesting to see the way that the clouds worked is that the front edge of them was constantly popping out new polygons uh -huh. in the shape and the back edge was mm. fading away. Uh -huh. Like it was like, like a real cloud. Yeah, it was like a field passing through a point cloud and whenever the point cloud like whenever a point was in it it became another vertex of the of the big shape and so it was like yeah, it was like creeping along like a real cloud would from a distance, but when you saw it up close it was like just kind of a cool looking like little undulating surface on the front and an undulating surface disappearing in the back that's cool when i when i uh, uh nick mcdonald from samurai punk sent us some keys to this and when i posted them in the video games uh, hot dog slack channel that we have i said nice mcdonald i mistyped his name nice mcdonald and this is a game like screen sheet is a game that nick mcdonald made feather is a game that nice mcdonald made <laughs> <laughs> it's very nice Falcon Age, on the other hand, it's like it's fucking video game ass video game. Mm. It's not a meditative bird zone zen garden. 
Yeah, you're fighting robots. And yeah. You're like hitting you're hitting robots and like sticking electro dicks into elevator buttholes. And like <laughs> you're killing you're killing rabbits all the time. Yeah. Well, you're and getting rabbits. little cutlets of meat. Little that cutlets look like of meat little rabbits. Like rabbit. Yeah. That's so good. That's pretty clever. So I played it in VR and it made me want to wait until it comes out on a good VR. Because <laughs> um, I was using the PSVR that Nick left in the office while he's gone. Um Man, I don't like those move controllers as VR controllers. Really? Like the game keeps telling you hit hit square. I'm like, yeah, I, learn, I wouldn't even know learning, where this was yeah, if it was a fucking regular controller. Is, much so less like, can you put your hand is, yeah. in front of your face and look does, at the controller? Does it show you? Like I was gonna say, like does it show you the controller? Every once in a while, it shows you the controller when it wants you to hit the trigger, which you fucking obviously know where the trigger is because your finger is on it, or the big giant thumb button on the top of it. It tells you which of those you should hit to do the things that those are supposed to do. But if it wants you to hit one of the four tiny side buttons Identical, that are on the diagonals, yeah. then it doesn't fucking tell you which one that is. Good. And also, you can do almost nothing with your left hand. Which is because like, that's the one that the bird is on most of the time. Yeah, but it puts your fucking. I was I was playing it sitting on a couch, and effectively, like I had to like stand up to get my weapon out of the holster. You had to reach all the way around with your right hand to the left side of your body to grab the weapon out of the holster. Wow, really? Yeah, yeah. but it, you couldn't do it if you were sitting down on the couch. Like your left hand would go there, but something about the camera made it so, like, as my left hand did it. Multiple times I would reach out to touch something and an actual object in the office was exactly where that object was. <laughs> and so then I would make a joke about how, how well it was being modeled. I did not play it in VR. I just played it on a PC and... I didn't know it was out on PC. Oh, sorry. P- uh, on the PlayStation. Okay. Sorry, not that. Oh, not PC, PC. The, the PlayStation. <laughs> the PlayStation. Uh, and I was playing it on a giant TV and I found myself getting kind of motion sick. Huh. Just from playing the game, you can't control the field of view, which I normally have to change to not get really. Like, yeah, yeah. So, did you go leave it a bad review because it didn't have a field no, of view control? I just like I just began to feel like okay, this game is just fundamentally compromised because it's made fundamentally for VR. We haven't said anything about the game. It's you. Yeah. You are like a prisoner of some robots on some kind of space world, and you get a pet falcon yeah. that is very cute and cool and satisfying to you like bring your hand up and whistle for it and that's and it comes and lands on your hand and in and vr then, can you like wave your hand around and it like kind of tweens yeah, over yeah. Like if you re- move, rebalances yeah, if you move your hand it like hand. it like yeah. walks around and rebalances on your f- fingers it's like it's fucking great that's cool yeah it's really really in nice like i want to ex- play it on vr but i want to play it on a vi- I my play it experience my playing this not in vr was like i was pivoting my body around and like the the Falcon was having a real hard time landing on my arm. Right. And so it was kind of just like moving around the screen without animation. Mm. They, just, they, they just ask try- you to stand still when you're when you call your bird because I think they realize that it doesn't it doesn't react well. I see. So I I, I must not have read that text. Yeah. It's like when when you call your bird, make sure to hold real still so it can land on your arm. Right. I'm like okay. Yeah, because if you if you don't, if you just keep moving, it just starts following you in a straight line towards your arm without like flying or anything. Yeah. It's just weird. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, but then you escape from the, the bird. Helps you kill the robots. These are real shitty robots. Like this tiny yeah. fucking baby bird just wrecks their shit, <laughs> like pretty effortlessly. Yeah. Uh, it, it feels like it has more trouble killing like a rabbit, or maybe it's just hanging out more, enjoying. Like there's nothing to eat when it kills a robot. 
That's true. Um, the rab this this falcon can't eat rabbit by itself. Yeah. It it needs your help. Yeah, you, you, you need have to, to cook rabbit cookies for you, it. You take the the rabbit meat and you put the pellets into like this. Like the hydra, the Black and Decker hydrator from Back to the Future Two. Yep, <laughs> it's. Uh, and then you make these cookies that are yeah. like a Red Cross cookie to heal the Falcon's health. I feel like the story of this game is eventually going to make me watch this bird die, and I don't want that. Mm. The bird takes a lot of damage and gets down to basically zero well, health. But it'll every get hit time. with like a plot bullet. Oh, uh, maybe. Why would, like it, why would it do that though? Like it's the whole game. Tug, is, you tug on your heartstrings, man. The whole game is interacting with this bird. If they You're, if they get rid of your primary verb, I think that would be replace really it with weird. a robot bird. <laughs> Maybe it'll just be for the last chapter, like in how in Half Life Two they gave yeah, you, the you gravity, gravity gun. gun. Yeah, your robot bird is just like instantly just fucking like in destroyed terrain. Yeah. <laughs> the the thing that I thought was kind of funny was there were two times when I was watching you play it. There were two instances where a thing attacked you like the robot and then there's like the mysterious stranger stabs you with a knife but because you're playing in VR it didn't look it looked like there's a robot or a person who kind of gestures a knife at you and everything goes black mm. <laughs> you don't actually get stabbed yeah you don't no, get yeah, stabbed you get knocked it's up. like her whatever like aunt yeah what was then it? She cutting the some, tracker out of your arm? She's cutting a tracker out of your arm, yeah. yeah. That, so you wake up and like, oh, there's this person that I know, and like, here, I'm going to just have five times as much dialogue as there should be because, man, was it not worth reading. And <laughs> in like doing that in V, I'm like, God damn it. Like, every minute I spend doing this, I get sweatier and more unhappy because I have a VR helmet on my face. Like, do not... Do have not make me spend this much time in a single fucking conversation. Like, there's a lot of long conversations actually, and they're, they're like at least in the first one that you were having, it just says nothing. There's a yeah. lot of typos that drive me crazy. Like, I, like uh, I really, I really wanted to like be able to submit a bunch of bug reports to be like, here's a bunch of things that just are wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like the dialogue uh, option selection thing in VR. Like, there's like a rolling menu yeah. thing and that you just twist your wrist to select the thing that was it's, pretty good it's that's the, it's the same interface uh on the console and it's that i, I kind of hate it, it playing yeah, this non-vr feels like a real compromise like yes. this feels like it was definitely made yeah. as a vr game and then they realized that no one would yeah, buy it if it required pretty clear like VR, if yeah. the 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 dialogue selector if there are only two options there are there ones behind the other you can't read it yeah that you can't see it until you can't even realize there's another option until you switch yeah hmm. huh Yep. In VR, you can because you're kind of looking at it from above. Oh, huh. Weird. Does it okay. make the text face you even though it's on the other side of your selector? I don't remember. Okay. Huh. I really do want to play this the rest of the way. It just like the PSVR, mostly just using the move controllers as VR controllers, was just kind of bad compared to the Vive. Are they going to come up with custom controllers, do you think, for PSVR? Do they not have them? Do they? Aren't there some better VR controllers, or is it just... No, it's all huh? on move. Hmm. Some games let you use your standard DS4, but... Hmm. There's, a, there's a mini game that I really hate in there. It's, the, it's like golf with that electro whip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think I ever got the whip. 
Uh, yeah, it's it's what like an upgrade to your oh. your baton. Electro dick. I found a box that you needed. It. Yeah, the, to to the, open the, the to activate these bridges. Says, there's just like a little cyber butthole, and you just insert this weird like rod into it, and I hated it. I didn't. You, you like, have to do that all the time. It sucks. It's so <laughs> unpleasant to do in VR. I thought there might be a whip because there you keep running into these these chests that say whip lock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't tell if that was like a verb. Yeah, like, like if there was something I was supposed to do, or it's if a it was noun. like, like uh, okay. Riff thought maybe, oh, this—that's the thing your bird is supposed to do because it was—it's the same as like swoop rope. Yeah, you know, right? No, it's the—it's one of the few things that you can do. Your bird has to do a lot of stuff. Like your bird has to kill any like you can't just attack a rabbit i think you have to have your bird kill a rabbit yeah but that makes sense anything that's buried in the ground your bird has to dig out oh yeah that's like a it's a burrow owl you have to you to get across a minefield you have to install a sonar backpack on your bird and then the bird has to be near you so that you can see where the mines are and then when you can see that where the mines are your bird has to also dig them out of the ground in some places because some places there's like one minefield where there's a path through and there's another minefield where uh, there's so many mines that you can't traverse mm-hmm. it, and you have to dig the dig the mines out of the ground. And then uh, five minutes later, when you come back to that minefield, all of the mines are back. Well, sure. I mean, that's somebody's minefield. They they <sighs> fixed wait, wait, it after you yeah, thoughtlessly ruined kids. it. Like every time I hit a baseball <laughs> through this old lady's window, she just fucking fixes her window, and you have to hit a baseball through it again. And I I honestly like. Minefields are shitty in the world, right? And like they have caused a lot of harm. And there's like this one character in the in this game that's just like trying to cross this minefield and just constantly hitting mines and just like being knocked back. And then he gets back up and then walks over and just hits another mine. And I'm like, that doesn't <laughs> sound so bad. Yeah, like, well, if, if if that's all the mine did, it wouldn't be that big a deal. And also, why is it the same mine going off every time? And... <laughs> I have a question for you, just to go back to this weird electro dick thing. If you <laughs> If to start your car, yeah, you had to put like a, a dildo in into a flashlight and twist it. It's exactly what's happening. It's Except just a slightly no, different no. shape. I, okay. Well, yeah, different scale, very different size. Yeah, why, I hope, why, I'm Jim. so confused why why this is bothersome to it's, you. Just imagine that in order to drive down yeah. to the dildo store, you had to. Put a dildo in a fleshlight in mm-hmm. the col- steering column of your car and, and then twist the car it. moans. Yeah, <laughs> I think it, you w- you wouldn't care because you know it would just be normal. That's everybody just, would, yeah. everybody yeah, would. Your, that's true. Your parents would have done this in front of you a ten thousand times. <laughs> okay. It would have like it would have made so many metaphors easier. I would just leave it's my true. house unlocked if you had to. If that was how you unlocked a house door. A lot, a, a lot of people do. A lot of people don't like their houses. Giant it's... metal dick around with you. It's I mean, so unpleasant. It's if so was, unpleasant. If it's that was so, how like... it would it worked, instead of referring to your car key as a dildo, you'd refer to your dildo as your car key. Hmm. I guess that's true. You'd you'd talk about starting up your girlfriend's ignition. Yeah, you can say, "Baby, can I drive your car?" Yeah. Maybe it's worse in VR. It just is not a big deal on the. Yeah, I can see how if you didn't have to like line it up and do it, it wouldn't be. It. I just didn't want to. Every time I saw one, I'm like, oh ah, no, I don't want to. Wanna... You have to do them. If you you have to do it quick, and you have to do a lot of it. <laughs> in this game, 
Well, I mean, you start out doing it kind of slow, and then you have to do it quick, but like not too. You know, it's like it's a real knife edge you're riding there. Mm-hmm. So at some point, the bird grows up. Very early. It okay. Up. Like, it's, it stops being a cute baby bird. But, and then does it get to start but, fucking the elevators for you <laughs> no. instead of you having to do but it? Okay, well. in your inventory, oh there's a hat that you can put on the bird to make it cute again. Yep. Huh. Yeah, that seems... That's very. That's a very, like, player... Like, somebody, some players wanted this, and so yeah. you, you did this. <laughs> Oops, we, we ruined our cute bird. Yeah. I guess we'll give you a way to undo that. How about just And then you can put not, a beret on not the cute bird. Have the not cute version, I get. There okay. is I would say that uh, or redesign the adult version so that it's still attractive. 60% of the items you acquire in the game are like weird equipment or interactables for the bird. Mm. Like you get some juggling balls and you give them to the bird and the bird juggles for like Two seconds. So you can also play with some balls. Bird got no endurance at all. (laughs) Well, and that was the thing. I I, like you would get you get sort of too many of these things. But then when you did get them, the bird would only interact with them for like three, two or three seconds. You have to get through all of them. So they like make you juggle for like thirty seconds. I want to see. I want. I want the bird to sort of play with them until I'm until I'm satisfied, and then I'll take them away or something. It was. was, You want the bird to play with your balls until you're satisfied, and then you want to go fuck this elevator. Control taking my balls back, bird. Yeah, uh, you can give it a, a sketchbook, and it's unclear to me what exactly happens. But I think <laughs> it draws a sketch of you with just its doing beak. some figure drawing, but also in like two seconds, and then it hands it back to you. And then you can you give know it. This... What would be funny is if it if it grabbed a shot from the PSVR oh, ca- the camera. tracker camera. Oh, wow. Oh, it drew a picture of and you, the it, player? Yeah, it drew a picture mm. of, of you wearing this dorky-looking VR helmet. Uh, That'd uh, be weird. <laughs> oh, at least my face would be covered. It's true. No, it knows what you look like. <laughs> There's a camera inside the PSVR uh, thing, too. It's bad enough when I see my face reflected in my phone. Yeah, Oh. There's a I'm trying to think of some other like weird objects. You can get a lot of a wide variety of little stuffed animals, and it like sort of it puts it up on its little wing, and then it like sort of like rubs it, and then hands it back to you. I, this all sounds delightful. To it's me. It, it it is, but the it, I don't know. I don't exactly understand it. I began to like just get frustrated when I would get yet another weird object because it wasn't. Maybe I think not enough. It's like, it's like I could see how this could be cute if I were allowed to watch it. Yeah, yeah. So there's a there's an option on the main menu to play with no combat or optional combat. Right. And it sounds like it would be even better if they stripped out even more of the game. It seems like it wants to be just a Falcon buddy simulator, and that honestly sounds great. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I assumed it was before seeing that it actually had this this weird dystopia plot. Yeah, I mean, we sort of put it in the bucket with these other two just relaxing, just fuck around as a bird game, thinking that it was another one of those. But it's a real video game. There's got to be a bird-raising sim on Steam. We could do that for the next assignment. Research what it would be for the assignment. I mean, <laughs> what if uh, what if uh, there was a um, what if there was one about raising rabbits and it was called hair raising? <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Okay, that's that's Raising your contribution to the assignment. Uh, mm. No, our assignment. Uh, who suggested this? You suggested this. Sunless Skies. We're gonna play Sunless Skies. Yeah, let's do that. The sequel to Sunless Sea. It's uh, way more accessible than Sunless Sea. Uh, was Be- because it's it's in the daytime. It's in the above ground. It's in space, kind of. It's in like weird kind of space. Hell okay. space, Victorian. It's not hell, it's not as hellish. Space. It's not as hellish as Sunless Sea either. Oh, okay. It's um So same same world but not the horrible under London. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's still it's still weird and it's still right. there's still a lot of like kind of like Twilight Zone existential horror kind of stuff going on, but it's not I don't know. It didn't it didn't feel as oppressive to me. It's not as okay. dark. Do you still eat your crew? I don't think so. <laughs> okay. I think you destroy the sun or something. I don't know. I forget what their tagline is. Um, they were going for a tagline similar to lose your mind, eat your crew. And it's one that is not, it's more about what happens in the game, but it's not as evocative. I see. I mean, yeah, and it wasn't, it wasn't going to be, it's, it's a sequel, right? Like, but for me, it's a sequel that solves a lot of the problems that I had with the, with the original. So it's, and like, you can make it even easier than the first time I played a little bit of it. So I'm going to do that. I'm going to play it on super, super baby easy mode. Sounds, sounds like what I want. Yeah. Kind of sounds what I want too. Uh, well, do we have anything else to talk about before we, before we just fuck off? This is our, this is our last, uh, this is our last, this is our first and last episode with all four of us. It's true. In you the, move to San Francisco. At once, just to be clear to the audience. Uh, he shuddered. <laughs> uh, gentlemen, I've had a fantastic time being in this hot, sweaty room with you talking about fucking those elevator controls over and over and over and I hope we do it again real soon I mean after a suitable refractory period <laughs> and listeners I hope you'll join us after a suitable refractory period Cock-a-boo-boo-boo-eye. don't bring them into it <laughs> they know what they did they knew what they were getting into when they pressed play have a great week everybody good night everybody I I'm sorry Jim. if the theme music makes your dog frightened <laughs> Woo, 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 woo.